If you're like me, you've been wanting to get into shape for a while, but you, you know, don't get to the gym much. I've got good news. Echelon brings the gym home to you. When you're trying to reach your fitness goals, it can help to have world-class instructors like Nicole Griffin or Michael Brown choreographing classes with music um, from your favorite artists. Echelon is the affordable way to get the workout equipment, the workout community, and the instructor's motivation in the comfort of your own home. Their fitness app gives you thousands of live and on-demand classes, and with Echelon, you can work out anytime. Right now, for a limited time, you can get up to $800 off of the uh, sticker price. To get the exclusive discount, text BECK to uh, 818181. Text BECK to 818181 to get up to $800 off the sticker price uh, for uh, you know one of their one of their incredible incredible bikes. Leave the message. Day rate date data rates may apply. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It is Monday and the jury is being instructed right now in the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Uh, And I have to tell you, in listening to him during the uh, break, uh, I think this could be the fastest verdict ever. Now, they haven't given the closing statements uh, yet. The closing arguments are about to begin here. We'll cover them off and on and tell you what this is really all about and the difference of this trial than any other one that I have seen really in my lifetime in America. We begin there in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. I don't know if you've been paying attention the last year or so, but car repairs, which were already expensive, have shot through the roof. And if you're looking for a new car, you ain't getting one. You're just not. The computer chip shortage has made sure that if your car's warranty is out, repair is going to be very, very costly, and it might be a while before you get your car back. We are headed for really disastrous times, and uh, this administration is making things worse. Anyway, taking care of a covered repair with CarShield's administrators is incredibly easy. They handle all the paperwork, the expensive payments, so you don't have to. And you could literally end up saving thousands of dollars. I have, and that's before the shortage of everything. With CarShield, you pick out the mechanic, they do the rest. It's like having your own personal team of auto repair problem solvers. Uh, The uh, plans from CarShield provide coast-to-coast roadside uh, assistance, uh, rental coverage, trip reimbursement, all at no additional charge. They've helped over a million drivers. They've helped me twice. They may be able to help you as well. CarShield, a win-win. Get back on the road without an empty wallet. CarShield.com slash Beck. That's CarShield.com slash Beck. Save 10% now. CarShield.com slash Beck. Deductible may apply. All right, can we go to the uh, the judge here? 
and he did so by criminally reckless conduct. Now and he's still the third giving. Element, which I read as part of the. This is, second, I think, fantastic. Is the circumstances of the defendant's conduct. This is what the judge is telling the um, uh, the jurors. They have to. He's dismissed the illegal gun charge. Uh, and then he said, you have a couple of things you have to consider. Um, you have to uh, consider a reckless, utter disregard for human life. And that is your, uh, what, homicide first degree, uh, reckless homicide first degree. So a reckless, utter disregard for human life. He said that means three things. That A... The defendant caused the death of another human being. And in doing so, he had a reckless, utter disregard for human life. That he um, was criminal, reckless, and unreasonable. And aware that his actions were unreasonable. And I believe there's an and between all of these right like yes. so you can't if you any part of this does not qualify like for example he had a reckless disregard for human life which seems impossible, impossible to provide considering it. you see him on video multiple times not shoot people that aren't yeah. attacking him correct and not shooting not shooting the people who he later shot yeah one of the guys <laughs> um, if you don't know what we're talking about one of the guys comes up with a gun gauge grosskreutz he points it at kyle rittenhouse Rittenhouse points the gun back at him. Uh, Grosskreutz puts his hands up in the air. Uh, then Kyle Rittenhouse lowers his gun. Then Grosskreutz decides some cr- insane maneuver where he runs to the right and tries to grab Rittenhouse's gun and points the gun at him again. And that is when he gets shot. So criminal, reckless, unreasonable behavior of being aware that his actions were unreasonable Third is an utter disregard for human uh, life. What was he doing? Why was he doing it? How did it happen? And all of those have to be without any regard to human life. So he's on two counts of this. Uh, And by the way, if you believe that the defense has made um, a, uh, a case where you reason, uh, you know, unreasonable doubt or, yeah, uh, what is it? Uh, reasonable you have doubt. Reasonable, you reasonable doubt, doubt it's that it's true. If he made the case that it was uh, self-defense, all of that stuff that you had to go through there is out. So if you believe that it was self-defense and he also had other disregard for human life, self-defense trumps it. So I don't think you can prove utter disregard for human life and oh, recklessness. There's completely you can't. ridiculous. It's it shouldn't ridiculous. even have been Correct. charged for. It's so stupid. And then you I think they made a very good case because of what Stu just said. Several times he didn't shoot people who weren't physically threatening him. No, and, and we should cl- be clear. Both, two of them with guns did threaten him but then stopped when they saw his gun right and, and he then didn't he did shoot. not shoot he didn't shoot 
I mean, that is overwhelmingly obvious. That is not right. his intent was not to go out there and just shoot a bunch of people. It makes no sense. It doesn't connect with any of his actions from earlier in the evening. I mean, the whole thing is completely absurd. And and in a normal society that is functioning correctly, he would not have been charged. Certainly, immediately in this situation, they should go to jury and five minutes later be back with an innocent, uh, you know, a, a full acquittal. Whether that will happen or not in this society, I have no idea. So the other the other thing that they can find him guilty of is reckless endangerment and disregard to public safety. And it's the same kind of standards that he harmed someone, utter recklessness and disregard to any kind of public safety. But you can't say that in this case because he didn't shoot everyone. He could have just sprayed the crowd and he didn't. That's an utter disregard. He was making individual decisions based on who was attacking him. There is no other possible way to look at the videotape correct and the associated testimony by prosecution witnesses who have pointed out that he would that the first guy was lunging for his gun uh the second guy put his hand on the gun he was being hit by a skateboard he was being kicked in the face at the time there were other gunshots in the area going off at the time behind him behind him where the guy behind him was the guy eventually that he shot none of this makes any sense if what your goal is uh to accomplish is to make sure that we have a, a just society that is based on the law so now here's where conservatives are and I, I shouldn't say conservatives, anybody that believes that justice should be done and not social justice. We've already gone through this once with the O.J. Simpson trial. We have gone through it recently, but the biggest one is probably the O.J. Simpson trial. The O.J. Simpson trial. African-Americans wanted and celebrated him being let out. However, they all recognize a vast majority of African-Americans that watched that trial and celebrated at the time now say, oh, yeah, he was guilty of sin. But it was a black man giving it to the man. It was a black man getting off. So they were they were looking for social justice. And in this case, they let a murderer go free. And remember, too, like, obviously, there was uh, just like every other community disagreement on that. Some African-Americans did think he was guilty. However, we do know on record that African-Americans in the jury did convict him. Yes. Based not on whether he was guilty or innocent of the incident, but because essentially the man was too, too hard on black people and we needed to get revenge for all the other things that have gone wrong in society. So that was it's not how the legal system works. Right. By the way. That was social justice before any of us knew what social justice really meant. Mm. OK, that was just a, a feeling. Now we know what it means. And, you know, it's it's interesting to me that. Americans of of any kind can look at this Rittenhouse trial. I mean, the O.J. Simpson thing, you had DNA, but you didn't know what DNA was at the time. Yeah, they had to explain it from like ground one, uh, the ground floor. Right. And nobody knew what it was. And it made no difference in the trial because 
Nobody knew what it was. They didn't know how accurate DNA results were. Um, and, and you could have had a reasonable doubt uh, on O.J. Simpson. I didn't, but I, I think a reasonable person could have watched that and went, I just don't know. Uh, this one, this one is so absolutely clear that if this jury finds him guilty, it is truly only about social justice. There's no way an honest person that is just taking into consideration what was heard on the stand, nothing else. Just what was presented in the court of law. And it's not like they left a lot of stuff out. They actually found new stuff. (laughs) I mean, there was testimony in there we never expected. But if you just are fair and you're doing what the court instructs you to, to, to do and what our justice system instructs you to do, there's no way. He is found guilty. I, I think if I were on the jury, it would take I would go out in the hallway. We would be walking to the jury room and I'd be like, we're done, right? We're done, right? Can I go home? We could go, right? So one other thing I, I want to add to this, because it's also tied to your social justice analysis. O.J. Simpson, black woman on the jury, says plainly today mm-hmm. that she thought you know, all the things that had happened over society that had happened by police to black people, we had to send a message. And that is her executing, not the law, uh, not our justice system, mm-hmm. but social justice just to make a point. And I do think that that's a possibility here. That If, if that happens, that, that is probably the cause. But another associated problem we have now that I don't know that we had as much back then, even though there were some incidents like this, is that I think a person who does not want to send a message to uh, like the message that the OJ juror wanted to send and also realizes uh, quite obviously that Kyle Rittenhouse should not go to prison is going to have moments of thought where they consider if I do not convict him, my city is going to burn to the ground. Um, They They are under threat. They did have that in the OJ Simpson trial. I don't, I don't know that they had that from the perspective. Um, oh, yeah. They didn't have the personal. I don't think the O.J. Simpson, the, the jurors didn't think, how can I go back into my own community? I could be killed mm-hmm. for this verdict. Mm-hmm. That they didn't have. But the O.J. Simpson trial, the, the jurors knew that Los Angeles was going to burn to the ground. If he was guilty. If he was found guilty. They mm-hmm. did know that. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's more prominent today. And I think there's the direct threat on the people. I think that's a big thing Is to a, be concerned about. Yeah, Because if you think about it, they've already, I mean, George Floyd's, what was it, nephew? Yeah. Said, like, we're taking pictures of the people in the jury box. We're, we know who they are. So if something happens, we know what to do. Uh, we have, uh, uh, you know, I think there's a rational part of people. Now, again, you'd hope that this instinct would not win out. But in a quiet moment, when you're thinking about what's going to happen next, you're going to be nervous that if you decide this guy is not guilty, you may be partially responsible for in your own head, but certainly blamed for it by people around you for all of the damages that go on to your city. You I could th- be killed. Yeah. You could be fired. 
you your children yeah. could be targeted your family could be targeted if you have a business you could go out of business yeah. i mean the 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 weight around the jury's neck if they do come in and it's a quick uh acquittal that's a brave brave jury brave it jury it's brave to even sit on a jury like that anymore you know i i think Back in the day, you'd think to yourself, well, I mean, I, I, this is an important part of our system and we have to make sure that we have competent, smart, fair people to, to execute it. And I, I think most people in the audience would sit there and say, yeah, that's me. I, 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 I can be that person. However, when you add into the fact that if you come up with the wrong verdict, not only will your city burn and you might be killed, the media will then do six months of coverage saying uh, that it was just like it was the right outcome. Hey, we got to understand that, you know, we can't, we can't blame people who are responsible for this. And you are going to be the one who is painted as the person who caused it and was wrong, even if you know you're right. And so if they do come back the right way today, it's a good, it's a good observation to say, you know what, maybe, maybe we look at these people and give them a heck of a lot of credit because it's hard to do it's not it's open and shut to me it's open and shut to you it's open and shut to everybody in the audience who looks at the facts of this and, and, I and think that's it, all we care about right? right i think it could be open and shut to them but that's right. not all they're considering they've got to and consider they, things that they shouldn't be considering right and there is you know that they will be instructed not to consider anything mm -hmm. else but as people they will they may not discuss it you know in between themselves um but who knows? I mean, that, that is if if he is indeed acquitted, that should give us hope in America. And, th and I think you've we found that actually relatively uh, often recently in that the only thing that seems to be standing in the way of this constant mob are the courts. I mean, you know, the, the vaccine mandate, it's another good example of this. Like, I think everybody in a fair moment, even people on the left would recognize, okay, OSHA was not created so you could have a vaccine mandate of every private employee. Correct. It's supposed to be so people wear hard hats, right? Correct. Like that's Correct. what OSHA is. We all know. So we don't find OSHA teeth is. in our sausage. Right. Right. It's the, it's the basics, right? Is that a shoe? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to be so you go into a workplace and you're not Kill. right exactly that's obviously what it's for and they're stretching it beyond all recognition to try to put this through and so i think everybody recognizes it's a, it's a it's a bending to 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 that level at the very least if it's not blatantly illegal which i think it is but the courts keep stepping up even in these moments where the mob wants them to say ah you know what let them do it we want it so let them do it I mean, I'll give you this an example, and, and it's not a popular one, but the Bill Cosby thing is another example of this. They had absolutely no, they made a deal with Bill Cosby that this would never come out. And then they based new charges on this thing that they promised would never be released. Is Bill Cosby a rapist? Certainly looks that way to me. However, there are rules around our justice system. And yes, it went through this entire thing, but eventually it did get turned around. And as ugly as all of those accusations are, and probably as bad as he is, it was still the right outcome and that is important it's important even when it's a terrible person it's important even if it is somebody who is guilty but you know it in your gut but they haven't proved it or they've asked that you can't consider this you have to play by the rules
Otherwise, we don't have anything. Uh, so inflation, I don't know if you heard the beginning of the podcast today, but uh, go back and listen to the first hour of today's radio program because uh, it's pretty stunning what we're being told by Bloomberg and NBC that inflation is actually a good thing. And these shortages are good because it's going to help change us so we don't buy so much uh, anymore. They are already lowering your expectations. They're already telling you that you should literally be like Europeans and have a, you know, 1,200 square foot house. This is not America. This is all coming because of inflation and gas prices and everything else. Inflation is not transitory it's not i i i want you to please call Goldline. brad armstrong partner at uh, level minick uh said we're seeing early signs of an inflationary surge that is likely to persist with companies responding to rising input costs with cost increases of their own which in turn causes higher input costs for others it's a cycle that will just repeat itself say goodbye to all that good sleep we've been having right great sleep Goldline, offering a special promotion right now on their historic graded U.S. coins, the $5 Indians. With every $5 gold Indian acquired, they're sold in boxes of 20. You'll receive one Mind Your Business silver bar at no cost. 20 gold Indians equals 20 free silver Mind Your Business bars. Don't wait. Call 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Don't know if we're going to hear any of the closing remarks uh, by the time we get off the uh, the air. The jur- the jury is still receiving their instructions, um, and uh, it's going on and on and on and on, <laughs> on and on. Well, I mean, it does seem like the judge, just by judging his actions and listening to him, is quite clear on how the other side of this case is trying to manipulate the rules. They've been doing it the entire time. Yeah, I'm so. interested to see if they try to do something to throw this case in the closing arguments. I would not be surprised. I it does either. seem like they realize they're way behind. Yeah. And let's just give it another whirl let's, if we can get out of this thing. Yeah, let's see if we can get a mistrial and then come out and try it again. It's really reprehensible what they've done so far. Hopefully they won't do it again. This is the Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me tell you about RecTech. Last night, uh, I had a family member uh, fly in just in time for dinner. We sat down. We were having some steaks because our stove has finally come in, Stu. Our ship has come in. Our ship has come in. So everything we've been making recently, we've been mm. making on the RecTech. So you think a couple weeks? <laughs> Two weeks, yeah. Two weeks. Uh, anyway, um, uh, we I threw some steaks on the Rectech last night, and it it will grill, but it also can smoke. And I added, obviously, doing both. And he sat down and he said, "Oh my gosh, this steak is good. Did you did you smoke this?" And I said, "Nope. I put it on when we got back from the airport. It's been like fifteen minutes." He's like, "This is delicious. It's Rectech." 
Rectech is having a Black Friday sale right now, um, and you could save up to $415 off of your Rectech. Perfect for the holidays. Free shipping on all pellet grills. That's what I have. Rectech.com. R-E-C-T-E-Q at the end. Check these out. Makes a great Christmas gift for the family, really. Rectech.com. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Fauci lied for 25 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. We go back to the uh, judge here in the uh, Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Intentional, which is a lesser included offense of intentional homicide of the first degree. Okay. Again, you should make every reasonable effort to agree unanimously on the charge of attempted first-degree intentional homicide before considering the offense There's no way. of attempted second-degree intentional homicide. However, if after a full and complete consideration of the evidence, you conclude that further deliberation would not result in a unanimous agreement on the charge of attempted first-degree intentional homicide, you should consider whether the defendant is guilty of attempted second-degree intentional homicide. This is this is the guilty of second degree intentional homicide. The judge giving the uh, jurors you beyond a reasonable doubt that the following three elements were present. Now listen to this. This is for second degree. First, that the defendant intended to kill another. Second, that he did acts which demonstrate unequivocally under all of the circumstances that he had formed that intent and would have caused the death of another human being. Except for the intervention of another person or some other extraneous factor. The third element is that the defendant did not reasonably believe that he was preventing or terminating an unlawful interference with his own person, and, or did not reasonably believe that the force used was necessary to prevent imminent death or great bodily harm to himself. There's, there, there's no way any of these. I mean, I, I thought that, you know, maybe you could get him on second degree. You know, you wouldn't have filed, but you can't. You can't get it. I mean, first degree um, is uh, he intended to kill, that he had that intent, and his actions demonstrated that he was going to go through with that no matter what happened. Um, the uh, third thing you have to you have to say is that um, there was no other reason. This is first degree. There is no other reason. Um, not self-defensive. If you believe he was acting in self-defense, then you can't charge him with first degree. So there's no other reason other than he just wanted to kill someone. Um, and then that he didn't believe that what he was going to do was necessary to stop this person. No, there's no way you can get him on that. And it only gets weaker after that. Open and shut. It's open and shut. It's an open and shut case. All of these, all of these. I've been listening to the the you know the um, the judge's instructions on how you have to judge these. You know, reckless, utter disregard for all life that he caused the death by acting criminally reckless and unreasonably, and aware that his actions were unreasonable. That he had utter disregard for human life. But even if he had all of those and he was acting in self-defense, you can't, you can't convict him on that. 
and it, and he didn't act in those ways and he was acting in self-defense this is a monstrosity that this thing was even was even brought i i hope uh not only that he you know is found uh not guilty um but i i hope he goes and he sues everybody that really destroyed his life we are seeing a lot of these things happen where major narratives particularly pushed out there by the media mm-hmm. are getting reversed we we another big one this weekend was the washington post came out and said yeah by the way that whole that dossier thing we have to basically they took the step of not only re, uh Retracting. editing they didn't technically retract that's why i stayed away from that word but they re they edited large portions of two stories from 2017 and 2019 and then re-released them with the edits and the corrections and i believe corrected another dozen or so stories about the dossier realizing that a giant source of the dossier was a Clinton operative. Uh, See, I so have to tell you, a, <laughs> it's kind of a big deal. Oh, and yet Peter deal. Schiff didn't change his ways at all. Adam uh, Schiff, I believe. Yeah, Adam Schiff, mm-hmm. sorry. Um, Poor Peter gets beat up every time you talk about I Adam. I know, I hate that. Um, but uh, the uh, uh, the thing on that is, I hate the fact that they can go back and digitally edit out their mistakes. That should be held in record. Yeah, I mean, I, you go back and try to understand this story as a historian. You need to see what all of the press said. And I know it'll be marked, but it's not the yeah, same. It's true. I, I think, too, like Wikipedia has uh, you know versions of this where you can go back and look at old edits, or at least it used to. I don't know mm-hmm. if it still does, but I think it does, where you can kind of go back and look at what it used to say at different periods and who made the edits. Mm-hmm. That sort of stuff is important uh, because you need to, you're right, be able to track back the record on this stuff. I mean, if you think about really what happened here is you had Hillary Clinton paying for research that went through Peter Steele and others. uh, And then the source on the other side of it was a Clinton operative. Now, and then the media eats it up. So a Democratic candidate paying for quote unquote research slash rumor from another Clinton associate. And that is the type of thing that's able to upend an entire media cycle and more. I mean, how is that possible? First of all, it's a terrible exchange. It's a terrible expenditure for Hillary because <laughs> it's she's already he's the guy's already yours. Why are you paying through all these middlemen to to get this uh, quote unquote research? But on the other side of it, we know why because it gave her a bunch of layers in between. You know, if she just came to the press and said, by the way, I heard this, I heard this, I heard this, no one would have printed it. Instead, they ran it through several cycles of laundering. And we now know where all this came from. I, I'm sorry, I, I stopped listening to you after you said it was the Peter Steele dossier. Poor Peter, it's Christopher Steele. Did I say Peter? Yeah, you did say Peter. Really? <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> And I was no. celebrating in my head. Damn I was Peter. celebrating. Damn Peter. Well, He's Peter always... Steele does suck. Unlike he Peter does. Schiff. <laughs> Peter Steele sucks, whoever he is. <laughs> That's funny. So uh, let me ask you this. Yes. Um, do you remember hearing at the very beginning of this that this was really a GOP dossier? This was based on what the GOP was doing. Yeah. And, and there is some truth to that, right? Like it, it seems to be there was a, a competing Trump candidate that opened up the door 
or, or maybe a competing Trump, an anti-Trump media source on the right that opened up the door for this general idea of this uh, Peter Steele slash Christopher Steele <laughs> um, going through and trying to find out what we real, what was the, tr- you know, what was going on with Trump and Russia and all these sort of things. But it never really came to fruition. And then that that research was eventually picked up by the Hillary Clinton campaign. So they really paid for the the part of this that mattered. But there's there was talk, at least initially, that it was started by it was opposition research by another candidate. But of course, whether it's another Republican candidate or a Democratic candidate, the, the media has to be aware that when you have opposition research and in this case, opposition research by your own people right it has it can't be taken seriously you can't take you you can look at it maybe for a lead to try to confirm things on your own you can't just blanket report this stuff and much of it they did you know if you go back and look at the clips of the of cable news talking about the dossier you know they never say okay we have we 100 percent know the the p-tape is real but they say it's been largely proved true. Yes. Like as if the essence of it, yes, was right. Maybe there's a couple things in there that aren't 100%. Right. But, but largely speaking, this true. has been proven true. And the absolute opposite is true. There have been there are a couple things in there that weren't particularly damaging that wound up being, you know, seemingly true or at least based on something, but not like anything like the P tape or any of the real accusations, right? Um and so they went the exact opposite way. They defended it the entire time. And to my knowledge, the Washington Post is the only one who's done anything to correct that record. And like, while I don't think it's enough, it's better than nothing. And it is an important part of of the it is, retrib- it is, retribution and, and the fixing of all of these mistakes. It's critical. But listen to this. Hmm. This story came out uh, this weekend. The congressional investigator who played a key role in unraveling the Russia collusion narrative says his next mission is to force the news media to make necessary corrections to the avalanche of false stories they produced over the last many years. The course of correction that I've been trying to work on since I left government service is you have to find a way to correct the media. This is Cash Patel. He said, because for years they lied 50%, they lied to 50% of the American population who believe everything they said, that Trump was literally in bed with the Russians and Putin, and that Trump was getting paid. Trump knew that Vladimir Putin was using U.S. dollars to kill American soldiers. Patel, a former national security prosecutor, worked as chief investigator for the House Intelligence Committee, said the media errors and omissions have extended long after the Russia case to the pandemic because reporters can't let go of their hatred for Donald Trump. Their hatred for Trump intentionally blinded their ability to report credibly, and America is finally seeing it. I'm not celebrating that we're finally getting the truth. I'm pretty upset that our media has gone so far down the toilet. That's not a free press that we want. That's not what our founders envisioned when they enshrined the First Amendment and the rights therein. He said that uh, more indictments are likely and um, and very important. Otherwise, we will never regain trust in the FBI and the Justice Department. Do you want, he said, an FBI leadership to be corrupted against you and your family, lie about you and your family, go to federal court and then surveil your family based on a lie. 
If the answer is you don't want that to happen, then you need to pay attention to the Russiagate criminal enterprise that was orchestrated by the Democrats, Fusion GPS, Comey and McCabe. James Comey and Andrew McCabe were fired as the number one and number two officials in the FBI during Trump's tenure. But both have denied wrongdoing in the Trump-Russia investigation, codenamed Crossfire Hurricane. McCabe was found to have lied during official proceedings, and multiple investigations have found widespread misconduct and errors, including false information submitted to the FISA court on their watch at the FBI. This is the problem, and I don't know if you're going to get, I don't know if you're going to see justice done. Um, I hope it's done and people are arrested, go to jail, or pay a real, real price for their involvement in this, uh, in the Justice Department or anywhere else in the government. But I, I hope that the media is sued beyond recognition. Because I mean, that, that's what will hurt them. You read in there that they, they lied to 50% of the people. And it's like, well, actually, they lied to 100% of the people. Yes. Just half the people decided to, to ignore them, thankfully. Mm-hmm. But they lied to everyone. And, uh, you know, a lot and they of it turned was us just confirmation each bias. Other. Yeah, yeah. They, no, turned, they used it to turn us against each other. I think I honestly, I could be wrong on this. I'd love to get your thought on it. But, like, I think a lot of people in the media actually did believe it. I don't know that it was like, I, we know this is false and we're going to tell the American people a lie about Donald Trump. I think they thought so little of Donald Trump that any accusation that came back by that, that looked like it might be true with any credibility, they chose to believe whether it was true or not. Yeah, they were in self-imposed ignorance, but that's not an excuse it's not. because of what they do. It's not. An you know, excuse. We, we've never accepted something blindly. The things that we would love to be true. We don't run on the air and go, that's true. We actually take time to go, wait a minute, that feels way too good to be true. Yeah. Do we know that right. for sure? Right. Check your biases. I, you know, I, we, you have to check the, the timing and the context around these things, right? This is right around when an election's happening. It's, it's done by uh, the opposition. You know, when an accusation comes out a week before the election, you, yeah, you, you immediately treat it with skepticism at the beginning right mm-hmm. and it's funny because they were able to find that instinct with the hunter biden laptop right but not this but not this not this was this. immediate turn on the acceptance yep. all right back in just a second rough greens lynn wrote in recently about her dog's experience with rough green she says i i tried the trial size to see if it would really help i noticed a significant change in my dog within a week wow um she said uh, she's an older dog she had many issues throughout her life i first noticed a change in her eyes she was more alert and her eyes were bright and wide open she's moving better and in general she's more alert and active i ordered it again giving it to my other dog hopefully it'll do him some good as well this is a great product thanks glenn thank you so much lynn for writing in rough greens it's not a dog food it's a supplement that you sprinkle on your food the dogs love it because it tastes amazing, and that's why you can get the, the first bag for free. They give you a little teeny sample bag just to make sure your dog will eat it. I, I'm shocked that she saw, saw results that fast, but great. Um, you can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog just to try out. You pay for the shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Call them now. This Wednesday, 
Glenn exposes the COVID-19 pandemic truths you won't find anywhere else. It's the most important chalkboard of his life. And if big tech gets their way, it could be the last chalkboard of his entire career. Crimes or cover-up, exposing the world's most dangerous lie. Wednesday at a special time, 8 p.m. Eastern, only at blazetv.com slash Glenn. 888-727-BECK. Wow. I don't know if you know this, but Rittenhouse, even though he killed three white people, he's very he's a very big uh, race hater. He went there to intentionally, because based on race, kill three, three white people. <laughs> some people are good at white supremacy and some, some aren't. Bitch, so some uh, are you know, not. and... <laughs> No, how are so. they how are they they're phrasing this they're they're trying to make these white guys look like you know 1960s protesters yeah. you know martin luther king marchers and i mean one in particular a child molester uh sure the first person he shot uh was, was in prison for molesting five boys uh the next one he shot was uh, in prison for domestic abuse, I believe it was. Okay, so um, um, one's abusing a woman, one's abusing five little children. Trying to make them out to be heroes. They like well, the civil rights protesters hey, of the 60s. At least one of them mm-hmm. were standing up for little boys to... Okay, I, yeah. Go to... This is the Glenn Beck Program.